0: What's important is to say, I am getting hurt first. Don't run away from it. So, so if I say to you, you shouldn't get hurt. That's like, say if you've got a broken arm, and I said, you shouldn't have a broken arm. It was like, you're thinking, I've got a broken arm. Yeah, like, if you're hurt, you're hurt. So you don't say to somebody that you shouldn't be hurt. What would be a better way to word it is to say that, do you know that Guru wants to take us beyond hurt? And it's good to recognize that we're not there yet. What is it that's hurting? And we can start having that conversation. Mm. Actually, what's hurting is what I'm identifying with. The only thing that can hurt is that the I am anything hurts. It's the ego, but don't take that in a negative way. It's to understand how the mind works. How dare they attack that identity of mine? But actually, our identity is just something like a costume I wear to provide a certain service. We want to get to the place of where it just like it's like, well, that's not even me. It's important is to say, I am getting hurt first. Don't run away from it, it's really important because it'll keep coming back, it'll keep coming back. And we'll be in this denial. So a lot of gods end up in that situation because they start saying things like, well, we should be there, shouldn't be. We? we shouldn't be getting hurt. And we won't even tell somebody then I feel hurt because we think, well, Nindia's not supposed to affect me. <laughs> <laughs> so then we won't tell somebody. <laughs> what a mess. Welcome to the Jupti Sahib podcast. In this episode, we'll be looking at the seventh stanza, the seventh body, And we'll be exploring and looking at the question that, is it possible for us to do something on our side when we can become more virtuous? And Guru Nanak Dev Ji will be helping us to understand what it is or can we, is it possible for us to be doing something on our side be filled with more virtues and divine qualities. So before we get started, let's say uh, fateh to preacher and sing who will be joining us during this episode. Vai Gurjika Khalsa. Vai, ki fateh. vai, ka kalsa, vai ki fateh. Thanks for having me on. No problem. So let's start off with the uh, first line, the first Bhangti. Vay Gudnanit Devji saying and here, if we just read out the literal translations first, what Guru Sahib Ji is saying that if one could live throughout the four ages, or even ten times more. And what's being said here is that there are certain yogic practices that yogis would do and carry out where they'd be able to remain in their body for extended periods of time. So there's certain breath practices that they could do. And so it's almost like a conversation here that is happening between a yogi and Guru Nanak Dev Ji. But for us, the best way to look at it is because we can often get caught up in just looking at that conversation and, and then we forget to apply it to ourselves and to relate to it. The most important thing is yeah, for us to be able to make it relatable for ourselves. And so here, je Jug Chare, Chare is obviously the four. The jug referring to the ages. And so the, the four ages, which is Satyug, you know, the rest. Treta, Dwapar, I yeah. know where we are right now, Kaljug. Yeah, there we go. So we've got the Treta. And so starting with Satyug, then Treta, then Dwapar, and then Kaljug. And then <clears throat> Guru Sabji is saying here that even if somebody was to live for as long as four ages, he said, never mind that. Then hor, the suni hoi. The suni means to times it. And if it was to times it by 10, and some people will get into the actual technicalities of working out and calculating exactly how long that would potentially be, looking at the ages of the for ages, and you will find that in some places. You'll be able to look in certain steaks where you can actually have a look and see where all of that is broken down. And I'm pretty sure Baba Guru Bajan Singh has done that. Uh, Sant Baba Hari Singh Randave, they've done that in their, in their app as well. So, but here, that's not what we're going to be focusing on. It's not about being technical here to try and understand the exact period of time but what Gundogan Devji is saying is basically okay even if you used to live that long and yeah that's the point here and and I know we often try and there's there's many people that want to try and live as long as they can which is fine you know we should be trying to live a healthy life and try to look after this this temple because Guru saab definitely calls it a temple. Where Guru Sabji say to us and let's see what Pankti are you bringing up?
1: I was thinking this one.
0: Uh, let's to, Yeah, perfect. So that's that's the Pankti that I was gonna say that where Maal say ho that this this actual body itself is a temple for that one, and then Guru Sabji go on to say that Gyan Ratan Pargathoe. That that aratan, that jewel of self-realization, Gyan, can only come and Pargatan and we can have that experience, which is the highest kind of experience that one can reach, which is that self-realization, is only through this human body. And that's why the, the Guru has called it a Harida Mandir. And where because even though God is in everything, But it's only through this body that that God, that one can be actually realized. So it's definitely important so that so we know the mission of our life is not to try and live long, but the actual understanding the potential is is self-realization. And the healthier this body, the more we look after this body, the more we can get closer to that potential. And, I, and when you say health, it's not just physical health Oh no, no That's yeah. right Sorry, yeah, I didn't clarify that But physical and mental health Yeah So it's so important to look after that And then, so Guru Sahib goes on to What, what Guru Sahib is saying here is that Alright then, say if you do that Say if you manage to, through certain breath breath practices, taking your breath up to a certain region, and you're able to extend your life because there were yogis that did that. And Mari says, Alright, great, you've done that. now you've you you lived that long. And then they go on to say that Nava Kandavitajaniya. Nava here means nine. And Kanda the word khand itself, if we break that word down, what the word khand means, um are you aware of what the word Kand, the actual literal meaning of it is? Is it um, a, a piece? Perfect. Yeah. You're smashing it, bro. I spent too much time with you. That's what it is. So, <laughs> so kanda literally just means a piece. Right? So once we've got the word peace, then we can uh, further kind of translate it to other things. Here it's it's saying Nava Kanda Khanda is Here, pieces that the world is divided into, right? So referring to the continents. Here, it's saying the division being nine different kind of... We could just look at it as the nine different regions of the world. Easiest way to look at it. Yeah, again, I know some people, they get so technical. They're looking at, oh, but isn't it seven continents now? But isn't the world divided in a lot more kind of smaller pieces? Uh, That's not the point here. The point is just like if you're known throughout the world, because and and I say that because I've actually had people say that to me in the past. Yeah, but I was like, no, we're missing the point. Like it's just an it's just an example of saying like that. That's not what Guru Sahib is trying to get us to focus on. We sometimes get so caught up on the trivialist of things and get so technical. And it reminds me of a Pangati actually, where maraji says that when you get into all of these like menthean these like you start to kind of like count and get all technical about God in that way and like try like this is you're not gonna get to God in that way okay so if we get back to Navakanda this is referring to now remember like if a yogi has extended his life to that extent of you know four ages times by ten. And because now that yogi becomes known for having lived so long that yogi becomes known in nine, all the nine regions of the world and then Guru Sahib Ji says Naal Challa Sab kwe. What that means is then everybody actually like, you know, comes to follow you and then they start to think, oh my God, this guy is just amazing. I can't believe like he's been in this body for that long. So let's make that relatable. Do you know anybody like at present that has lived um, in their body for tens of thousands of years? No, not very relatable, is it for us today? Right, mm-hmm. but it's actually very relatable in one sense for us today because of how small the world has become through social media. So if we look at social media now, this is actually something that is quite possible for somebody to reach that level of fame where they where they do get known throughout these throughout the whole world let let's stop saying nine regions i just don't want to throw people off All right we're talking about throughout the whole world yeah and and that's quite achievable nowadays isn't it through social media and some people they've made that into the mission of their life and where it's all about how much can we grow on social media, like uh, how many followers have we got now? Look, when we look at that, there's a few things to consider here. There's having that intent of that pure intent, which is again in the in some of the other, other grants, which I think, I think it's mentioned in Sarukhavali as well, which is uh, the, one of the first. Steps of the Sat God, the seven stages being Mashubh um, Icha, and having that pure intent. So, somebody's pure intent might be that the only reason we want to grow so much is because of the work that we are doing, the message that we are providing, the education that we are providing is going to go on to help so many human beings. So, it's going to touch so much of humanity in a way that it needs to touch them, to help them because of what they are going through at this moment that's called, that's Shub Icha but we know that this this line is so fine we often talk about Guru Amar Das Ji uh, talking about this line being fine but Pai Gurdashti Ji talk about it as well Pai Gurdashti Ji say that so Sikhi uh, and Sil Khande you got it? Great. So here, by Gurdas Ji actually says in this body, he's saying that Gurusikki Bari Kaha that this path of when you surrender yourself to the Guru, that path is actually a very subtle path. Of, it's a very fine path, that is, to walk on. Because we know, we could start off and we could start saying that, yeah, no, no, my intent is pure, my intent is pure. But you find yourself... Now, hanging on to you getting your, your only, you only feel good, or you f- only feel happy now when you are growing on social media. Now you're in trouble. Now that starts to become your reason for actually being okay in life. Not realizing that now, what you've gotten used to doing is is chasing pleasure now you're chase, chasing the pleasure of these likes just like that yogi might have fallen into that trap of people chasing him the whole world thinking following him that whole the whole world saying that oh wow look how great you are Naura uh, rakhaika that he's got this this such a great name about him as well and the means that the whole world is praising you and it's a fine line isn't it and it's so easy to fall into that trap you find yourself feeling low and sad like you know I, I think it, it was one of the pages that I've got I was looking at it and I was thinking oh actually you know so there's been a lot of followers that have been unfollowing as well and you, you don't you, you forget to sometimes you don't notice that until you go into like you insights and you start looking at these things it's like oh my god all right like oh people are unfollowing what i'm doing and you've got to be you've got to be aware is it getting to me and if it is then has that become my like that become like what i'm reliant on now to even feel somewhat okay have i kind of not realized that now I'm in this uh, pursuit of like growing my social media, and then there's this dopamine kind of dripping. And whilst I'm in the pursuit, and then every time I see that growth, then there's that there, there, there's that pleasure that I that I experience. Have I become unaware of this? Am I falling asleep? Like Guru Amardasji say in their bani that say that So look, Guru Sahib Ji is saying here that Tehi Sutta, but it's actually just another. A play of those treagona that we get this eluded in and, and then we fall asleep. And and we end up passing the whole life, this whole life asleep. So in that moment, I had to really like look at myself and think, like actually this 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 is affecting me and, and And that's okay. I need to be aware of that and not run away from that. And now I need to know that it's something I need to deal with. Yeah. So this is what this body is about, how it can become relatable to us today. But it doesn't mean you have to run away from these platforms. But it means that are we able to remain aware of what is happening to us whilst we are on these platforms? Are we able to remind ourselves of the goal of why we are on these platforms. If we want to grow on them, why? It's got, We've got to constantly go back to that question, why? So otherwise, Guru Sahib Ji is saying, Janga naura ka. You could be known, you could have this great name about yourself and jag where the whole world is praising you. And we know that Guru Sahib Ji says to us about, about praise and how it can be very, it can work against us spiritually, and how it can it, it can grow our arrogance, grow our ego, embed our ego deeper into us. Certain identities they become deeper and deeper. We fall deeper into the illusion. So, like there's studies now where they I think they've probably been around for a while. If we look at um, studies around growth mindset, it says that you should always you should always. Praise somebody's effort, and even if we look at that, the guru goes further. That's what. And what, what does it mean to have guru's mat? Guru goes further in saying that. All right, like I'm going to do the effort, but you're going to give me the strength to do the effort. Got the pangati? Yeah, perfect. And and I know like this this pangati is more related to around um seeing and. Having darshan of of sadhus and doing sangat of sadhus, but if we just take the concept of the first part of the pangati, the first part of the line, which is udham karom Karavaho thakur, and it's it's so look at Guru Sabji using grammar here, and that's an example of Guru Sabji using grammar here perfectly, where Guru Sabji saying Uddam karom, so the karom is first person, so ura Ankar is first person saying so that okay, I'm making the effort. But look at this. This is beautiful. This is how the it's the guru that takes away ego from us. Because even if we then get entangled and become identified with that, ah, look, like yeah, well, I made the effort, didn't I? There's still ego there, isn't there? But here, guru doesn't leave room for ego. The guru says that karavaho ta and then it's saying that you are the one karavaho. Like karavaho means that. That you are the one that allows me to put that effort in. Like, look how amazing that is. And that is actually like, there's just no room left for you. And that's why you always know, say that literally, like, half a bhangti can turn your whole life around. What's that bhangti, Viji, that, like, you know, whether
1: um, I'm slandered or, like, if I'm slandered, then
0: that's mine. That's my Jalok Salahi. Yeah. ta teri Upama. Je ninde, ta jai. So Guru Ram Dasci here. You know, saying to us that salahi. And are we able to do this? Are we are we are we gotta ask ourselves the question, are we able to do this? If we're not, that's okay because that's the first step, isn't it? When you're putting your hands up and If you look at the pattern of Gurbani, like, I I don't want to keep now going back and forth to multiple Bhangtiyam because, and you know, because, so let's just focus on this for a moment. If somebody is praising us, why am I saying this is perfect? Watch how this fits in now with the seventh body. That it's actually your upama. It's your praise. It's How. Nanak nirgun gun kare. and I know we've missed a few puntsy, and we are definitely going to cover them just to show the link here. This is the body we're going through—the seventh body of Japji Sahib. This, just to let the sangat know. Look at this link now. Guru Sahib is saying to us here that Nanak nirgun gun kare, like saying that if if somebody is virtueless. That if somebody hasn't got any virtues, for example, they they don't experience love, they don't experience uh, compassion in their life, they don't experience these, you know, gonna of forgiveness and brahm. So Guru Sahib Ji said, it's God that gives them those virtues. Yeah. And then it says that gona vanteya, gona de. That, and then don't think that, the people that have got the virtues that they just produced them themselves to say, yeah, yeah I'm going to make up, I'm going to make up some love. I can do it myself. Yeah. And uh, it's my own production. It's my own thing that I've designed. Right. There's no such thing. <laughs> like I, you, you can't say, yeah, I'm going to make up this quality. I'm going to make it. Like, it's just, it's, there's no such thing. Yeah, it's Gunade. Like even those that have got virtues, they've come from God. Yeah. And this is so that's why now what Guru Ramdash is saying is the truth. Somebody is now praising me for my for my actual qualities, for my virtues. Like they're actually not mine, are they? Because if you look at this now, it's it's not me that's made compassion. It, I can't own it I can't stamp it to say, yeah, that's, that's me, I've made that And here you go, preacher, and I'll give you some of what I've made It already exists It's actually something that we resist, that we are We are naturally that, all it is that we end up resisting it yeah. So How do you get, can, can we do something? We can stop resisting. How do we resist? We resist through opposing someone, hating someone. We resist through wanting to, you know, take revenge. We resist through speaking down at somebody. If we was just to stop doing that and go back to our natural state and we're in love. We're in compassion. We're in forgiveness. It's not, then it's not something like, I don't know, man, how am I going to bring myself to forgive you? Like, that, that doesn't exist. In that sense, like when you're in there, you just it's just happening. It's just natural. It's just is. And that's what God is. And if somebody slanders me, then I'm not going to let go of you right because first of all if somebody let's say that somebody's saying something about us that isn't true yeah we might have to take some practical steps because it might not be convenient for that to be happening okay and in in some instances especially if somebody's like known and famous and it's you know it's a chat and you you you're followed by hundreds of thousands of people for example And there's a few people saying a few things. And sometimes you don't take any action necessarily. And it's just, but there's certain times you will have to. But what it's saying here is that I don't let go of you. Meaning that just because somebody's slandering me now, I don't get, I don't let go of love. I don't let go of compassion. If I do, then I'm letting go of you. So if I was to hear that had has said something about me and it's not true yeah, and it's just completely exaggerated and if I now take that and I get so caught up in it and I let go of being loving now, remember what we're saying here, I still might need to take practical steps of putting you right. And and that might not be possible because you might not be willing to listen. Um, sorry that I've used you in this negative. Kind of okay. like I should have used it the other way around. No, not. And um, it's But we're going to go with it now. I don't yeah. want to confuse this. Anger. Just go with it. Yeah, yeah. But it might not be that I could do, I, I can put it kind of, Um, I take practical steps to speak to you about it because you might not be willing to listen. So I might have to take other steps where I might need to, Let other people know this isn't actually the truth or whatever, because it could be very damaging. Not just to me, generally to, you know, people, other people that are linked with me or anyone else. But this isn't what's being said here. This is what people confuse it. You know, this is where so many people confuse it. I don't know, like how sometimes like it doesn't matter how many times you say it. People still end up thinking that if you're saying that you don't let go of your gone of love or whatever, people think you become inactive. Like it's so hard for people to get that, like for that concept to click. And not realizing you can literally be active and not let go of love.
1: It's about your intention, isn't it? Of course. So if you have an intention to propagate the truth, if the, if the false. If something is being said that's wrong and that's hurtful, it's the way you approach that. And um, you know, Gurumdas, you said it just reminds me, and this comes up in Hokumnamaas quite a lot, doesn't it? Mm. That you are, That you. So first of all, Gurumdasji, same guru talking about Nindya is in India here.
0: Is this in the same shabad?
1: It's not. It's okay. a different shabad. Um, but the the harjan, so the the person that. Is attached and holding on to agraji, they don't let go of the qualities given to them, mm-hmm. uh, no matter what's happening. But that's not to say that they don't respond mm-hmm. with yeah. the qualities that they have, like Absolutely. love, truth, yes. courage, compassion, yes. strength, because it's not just the soft mm-hmm. qualities.
0: So, so, so here, what we're saying is, let's just to clarify that the intent isn't that. Oh my God! I need to protect my name or whatever. The intent is that yeah, those are the practical steps that need taking. But the intent is still that I'm not letting go of that piya, right? And it's yeah. So it's like we've got to do something on a practical level. Great, that's fine. But it's asking that question why? And I know like you you know you mentioned the word hurt. What what guru is saying? Guru wants to take us beyond hurt because then. The, it's good to identify that i've got hurt then we can work on it because when we do get hurt what that's what that is saying is that there's still a strong identification this there's, there's still a strong hold on like a, an element of ego of what i am and it's because it's only the ego that hurts in that in that situation yeah and Guru wants to take us even beyond that, but most of us aren't, so that's what we've got to be real to that So we, what happens is, I know many Gurusikhs, they will say, you shouldn't feel like that <laughs> But like, but that's like saying to someone, like if, you say, if I say to someone, so if I say to you, you shouldn't get hurt That's like, say if you've got a broken arm, and I said, you shouldn't have a broken arm It's like you're thinking, I've got a broken arm like if you're hurt, you're hurt, so you don't say to somebody that you shouldn't be hurt. what we can, what would be a better way to word it is to say that, do you know that guru wants to take us beyond hurt, and it's good to recognize that we're not there yet, yeah, and that what is it that's that's hurting, and we can start having that conversation. Hmm. actually, what's hurting is what I'm identifying with. It, the only thing that can hurt is that the I am the mine mirror, right like we said, if it's causing a an issue because of what's being said of now like the, people might um I might be providing a service to somebody and now what somebody has heard about me isn't true. So they stop using that service, but they need it. And so those are the things, that's what we're trying to rectify externally. We're not trying to make my ego feel better. We're just trying to rectify something on a practical level. If anything hurts, it's the ego, but don't take that in a negative way. It's to understand how the mind works. So when we say that it's the ego that hurts, what we're saying is, let's try and understand how the mind works. Yeah. So if I'm so identified with that, Oh, I'm a Pracharak, I'm a religious educator. And then somebody starts to say something about that identity of mine. and And I start to get so angry and I start to get so upset and hurt that how dare they attack that identity of mine. But actually, our identity is just something like a costume I wear to provide a certain service. And um, so I could just say, look, like it, we we, we want to get to the place of where it's just like something. It's like, well, that's not even me. It's it's just that I have to kind of take on that role to do a certain service provide a certain service but it's important is to say I am getting hurt first don't run away from it it's really important because it'll keep coming back it'll keep coming back and we'll be in this denial so a lot of sex end up in that situation because they start saying things like well we should be there shouldn't be we shouldn't be getting hurt and then we almost have to then we stop expressing to each other and we won't even tell somebody then I feel hurt because we think, well, India's not supposed to affect me. <laughs> so then we won't tell somebody. It's what as, a mess.
1: It's as crazy as, you know, your broken arm example and pretending yeah. that your arm's not broken. But mm-hmm. your body's trying to tell you that something's not right. So you can do something about yeah, it. Yeah, of course, of course. So when something's hurting you uh, with regards to your emotions, then it's, it's, it's in the same way kind of saying to you, hello, that, you know, you need to work on that. Yes. Um, and until we realize that, you know, we're sitting inside, you know, your home at the moment and uh, you could take that. It's, it's a beautiful analogy. I've heard that, like you're inside your home and it's like someone's chucking rocks at your house mm. and you're like, ouch, that hurts. Yep. But actually, when you realize that you're not the house, you're the person inside it, mm-hmm. um, then until you realize that, then it will hurt because you think you're the house. And the, the the rocks are hitting, the, yeah, but then you totally realize then that okay, I need to work on that. I'm not the house. Why is that hurting? And then you can and then you can move forward. And uh, but you know, for the people that are being praised around the world, I think that's where where we were originally speaking on, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah,
0: yeah. But this is what's amazing about podcast style. Even though yes, we're translating Gurbani, but some of the conversations that can come out of like when we start to go deeper and explore. Those are the things that will really help people because then those those examples become very real, and in in all of that we're not saying that what somebody's doing is okay so let's go back then I, you know i I love this funky as well it's a definite pangti, like you know uh, I'll try and again. Uh, save it and remember it so if we go back now to so there we go we've got a great name people are praising um and now gurusav it's a bombshell like here you go a lay this so just says well all right, and what? Like, you know, and then saying, Jit is another Na'ave, saying that, if we, if we just read out, like, you know, the way we've worded this translation, Guru Sahib is saying that, see, well, if the one does not bless you with the glance of grace, then it's like nobody's asking about you. And what, what that's saying here is that, you know, in this world when nobody asks about you, and you're, you feel all alone, and it's like, well... My God, like in that same way, what Guru Sabi is saying is that the whole world could be following you, praising you. But if you haven't come into God's glance, then it's this literally it's the same as like the whole world blanking you. That's what it's like in the in the world of God. Yeah, you've been you've been blanked. Yeah. And then they go on to give further examples. It could be that even Guru Sabji saying that. That actually, in the eyes of God, it's almost like, it's like this. It's that, that even like amongst worms, you're just considered just a worm. Like, oh yeah, another worm. All right, whatever. And you think you're this big shot. You know, you've got all this fame. You've got all these followers. You've you just, and then, but. Yeah, just another worm amongst worms, and then, and even dosi dos So here, dosh is the the sin, and then doshi is the noun, which is the sinner, saying that. So even like you know, when you, say if you're chilling amongst like other people that are criminals and have done all sorts of crazy things in their life and. They're saying Guru Sahib, you, you're. You, it's almost like that where there's a sinner turning around and a saying, "Well, that like we're all right, man. That one's he's the sinner, yeah." And uh, so that's the extent Guru Sahib has gone to to try and like really get us to understand this, and and then it comes back to what we was talking about before here, where Guru Sahib is saying that Nanaka Nirgun, N'gonakare Gunvanteya. Ngona going like we said, Guru Sahib here is now talking about gonna qualities, these divine qualities, and what that is saying is then that what it is that brings us into that one's glance is when we are in the experience of that love and compassion, and. When we are in the experience of those qualities is what is bringing us in the glance of that one. So, for example, somebody might be famous, but they might have forgotten that pyar, that love inside of them. They've started to look down on people, start to feel that they're they're above others. That's not going to get you Waiguru's glance. That's actually you've walked away from Waiguru. Remember, that is the resistance of Vaiguru, that is the resistance of that one. And so this is what that, this is saying here. So we explained the pangati before, and we'll just say it once more that That if somebody hasn't got any of these divine qualities, they come from Vaiguru, is basically what's being said here. And whoever's got them, it comes from vai-guru. Yeah, And so what can we do to get them? We start becoming aware, and sometimes, and and I will say from my own reflection, it's not necessarily just one thing that will set it off for you. Like we've got to remember that they 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 are these qualities are our core, love and compassion. That's our core, yeah, and. How do we get there? It can happen in different ways. Yeah. So for example, I might do start doing sangat with you. But this there's, there's something about you, for example, that allows me to stop resisting that love that is already inside of me. So there could be I could be doing sangat of you, like so I'm in your company and because you've already are in touch with those qualities. So the ones that already got the guna here, guna So you're the guna Vanta here. You're, you've got the qualities. And then because you've already got them in you, what that allows me to do is, whilst I'm doing Sangat of you, I'm open and I'm not closed to your Sangat. And what happens is that where I was in this resistance, I was trying to, I was so deeply like, identified with a certain identity about myself that actually, like, it just allowed me to let go of it and and experience love inside of me. And that's when people end up saying to somebody, oh, I really love you. But they're not really, they don't really know what's just happened. What's actually happened is that Something about them has allowed them to experience love. So it's not now just that, oh, I love you. That actually doesn't make sense. But we, because of the programming, we end up just saying that. We're so used to to saying that. But what would be more accurate is like saying, wow, thank you. Like there was something that, that Waiguru has blessed you with. That has allowed me to experience the same. That has allowed me to go to. So instead, it's an actual moment of gratitude. How did you open yourself to that? How do you open yourself to that? Because you said you were open to it. I would say there's. There's. Because of certain life experiences. Certain people will become more closed in their life and and if we are closed like quite closed within ourselves to being open to receiving like grace or seeing somebody's qualities sometimes we we have to have that conversation with ourselves it always comes back to awareness and someone has to something or someone has to bring that to our awareness And sometimes it happens without the awareness, like where I know I've just contradicted myself, but I'll explain what I'm saying. Sometimes you don't know, you're not aware of what you've just done to become more open. So I, I could be completely like coming to your company and I don't even know what's happened where I've just kind of just let go and I've surrendered. And I've been able to experience that. Or then, I would say this is happening more and more now in today's age. we now, we're exposed to so much wisdom. But still, there's not, it's still not going in. Sometimes we have to become conscious about something. Is to uh, So I might have to have the conversation with myself that, you know what? region's coming today and, and I do an adas even. I, I can do an adas and say like that. Let me be more open to his qualities. And so that I can somehow let him take me there. And I, and I go with this kind of, it's not magic that. I'm now going to, a go in a state of surrender because I've got so much, got um, so many, like, programming of so many years of just being like that. But I've started the conversation with myself, you know, to say that it's okay. Just, just start letting go and just see what you can receive. Yeah? You thought of a Bhangti.
1: Yeah, it was just um, you've said it yourself. It's it's your bajar, but um, it's Guruji's Bijar, But it got Yeah, yeah. That um, you know, you just said through ardass, you, you might be struggling. You might have so much garam. You might feel like, how can I do that? Can I do that? But um, no efforts unlooked.
0: Yes, of course, of course. So I think if we was to start. You Know wrapping it up with the looking at the, the last pankti, the final pankti in this body where Guru Sabji is saying that Teha koe na sujai, koe kare. and some of these pankti they're open to interpretation, so you will see them interpreted in different ways. You know, like we can never do dhava of an interpretation, dhava means like say to say, like for sure, this is the only way, you know, but just from Reading other, you know, gurmukhs scholars, Mahapurks, and from self-contemplation, kind of, we've tried to understand it in this way. And where we're saying that, like, we can't, like, there is no one that can be found other than the one that can give virtues. And we've already kind of, we've already gone through that. That, because at that point, it's quite... We can very easily start claiming it can be I can be very tempted in that moment for my ego to kick in and say, "See preacher, and it was because of me, you started to now feel love more, yeah, but I can't own that virtue, <laughs> I can't, but the ego will try so hard, yeah, and even what say if." there was a spark that something initiated it for you to go to that place through what you may have seen. Yeah. Or or like say say if um you've seen something in me and now you've got that 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 quality and but even that quality that you've experienced within me is God's quality. But the ego is so like desperate. To try and like, you know, um, what's the word when you're trying to, you know, claim something The ego will try and claim it Mm. And and the ego is going to try and claim it now saying (laughs) I gave you that so uh, you're indebted to me for the rest of your life Yeah, of course, of course (laughs) That doesn't mean we don't appreciate each other but yeah. ultimately got uh, you know Guru Sabh is taking us beyond that. Don't don't start thinking that it's it's anybody else's. They got it from Wahiguru. Guru they've got it from Wahiguru. Yeah. You didn't have it and you've got it from Waiguru. Isn't that crazy? Like we read these words every day, but what you can get out of them, it's like wow. Like mind blowing. Like what I've been trying to contemplate this Bani for like twelve years now, not like thirteen years, and but every time when we do sangat and when we when it's a discussion like this, it just gives you something new. There's certain things that that we've come to discover now in this conversation. I've never heard it in that way before, and and that's the Kirpa of of. Of discussion Uh, I don't even call it discussion Like I call it We're just doing Sangat You know And it's Sangat that we need more of But we're going to be doing Sangat of the Guru Shabad So hopefully there's so much we can take away from that body Uh, Is there anything you'd like to share before we say Fati Just to
1: wrap up what, what you've said Is that Um People chase, um, you know, good health and uh, fame and uh, to be well known. But what we are looking to chase for is, is the nether, the the, the vision and the, the grace of the one. And it just reminds me of a video that you made um, at, at the Reservoir a, f- a f- few years ago on um, on grace and how do you receive grace from Waigurji. Mm. Uh, some people might ask that question. Um, and we have covered it in this video uh, about realizing that any gift you have is belongs to the one but if any viewer does want to know a bit more about that they can watch that video too I'll leave a link in the Mm. description.
0: Mm -hmm. What I think like if we used to look at it like if we used to give like a a practical if if we used to have to if we had to draw this like a make a a little art out of it or a diagram out of it, I could just, I can visualize it like this. Imagine like this God's eyes. And I know it's not like that. Just before anybody starts thinking, why are you humanizing God? Like it's just an analogy. Yeah. So imagine there's God's eyes there looking at you, right? And, but that God's vision, like just sits in this area. And then how do I know I'm not in it? Is like, like, so if I'm sat there and I'm not in it, That means that I'm caught up in my ego in some form of arrogance or something, yeah. And just for me to be aware of that, that wait there, like, you know, I'm I'm looking down at somebody here. I'm starting to think I'm better than someone. From that alone, I know I'm not in there. So what I need to do is I need to jump out of that box and then just where I'm going to land is in God's mother. Yeah, in in God's glance, when I just when I get out of that, and yeah, when I just start to see that you know we're all actually we're all actually one. I'm not better than anybody else. Yeah, and then we've kind of jumped out of that box into the box of another And it's not because you you want qualities or something
1: like that. It's because that is the hukam of ayagradi. That that's what will give you the suk. Mm. Eternal suk. So it's not yeah. fame. That's temporary. That will eventually turn into some form of poison for you. Yeah. Um. Being in that box of of Wagyu's glance is is uh, an eternal piece yeah. that we're all. You said it in a previous podcast. We're all going towards that direction.
0: And if we're then in Waiguruji's glance, and we're famous. Then we're going to be a, a very good, famous person, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can only but do, you know, wonders for the world then. Mm. Uh, you're only going to be spreading love then. Okay, so, yeah, Sangha thank you for joining us, listening to the seventh stanza of Japji Sahib and continue with us on this journey. we we'll be now, the next episode, we'll be exploring the Sunaya the Poriyan. The body, the standard of listening. So, see you then. Wahe Guruji ka khalsa, Wahe Guruji ki If you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Please donate and help spread Guruji's message. Link is in the description below. Wahe Guruji ka khalsa, ki